I'm Craig Fisher, and this is Inside Talent, where we take you into the minds behind the scenes and show you some of the coolest tools and best practices of some of the coolest people in the talent industry. Hi, this is Craig Fisher, and I am with Carrie Noon. Uh, Carrie is the uh, head of employer brand and recruitment marketing for CVS. Did I get that right? CVS Health, yes. CVS Mm -hmm. Health, yes. And she and I are talking today about uh, what's happening with employer branding and recruitment marketing in this market. And we're going to talk a little bit about uh, what CVS is doing because CVS does have uh, job openings because they are part of the solution uh, in helping to distribute health care to uh, people around the world. And uh, Carrie, why don't you tell us a little bit about you and, and what you do and then what's happening with CVS right now? Great. So thank you, first of all, for having me. I appreciate the time. Um, we, as you know, we've known each other in this space for, for several years, probably going back to 2007 when I was with Sodexo, mm-hmm. which was my first um, entry into recruitment marketing and employer branding. Yeah. Um, and it was a great transition for me coming from a traditional marketing background into the recruiting world, I um, I just remember feeling such admiration for recruiters and the dedication and how hard they work. So for me, being able to support them in the role from a recruitment marketing perspective has just really been such a, I felt like my career really started back in 2007. And I credit that to the leaders that I had over there at Sodexo, which um, just, I was, I was just um, really found a home in mm-hmm. this space. So fast forward to 2016 when I joined um, CVS Health, and um, it was a whole new experience for me because previously I was with, after leaving Sodexo, I was with Amtrak, and the hiring was just on a, a much smaller scale. So at CVS, we hire um, about 130,000 colleagues each year. We have, well, since integrating with Aetna, we hire about 150,000, and we have um, overall around 300,000 employees. So a lot of um, retail, that's a large part of our workforce, Um, but we also have customer service. We also have marketing, IT, anything that you could possibly imagine um, risk management, which is, I think, a definitely a, a um, up-and-coming uh, career for a lot of people. Um, oh, yeah. And so anything that you can imagine, we are hiring for, especially during this time. Yes, uh, I can uh, I can empathize with uh, the, obviously, the need and the, you know, uh, we, uh, my company, Allegis, does some RPO work with uh, CVS. And so, I you know, I see what the jobs are. Um, and, you know, I wonder, uh, do in a, in a crisis like this, there are companies who are hiring and then companies who are not hiring. Uh, and do we need to uh, think about changing the message, right? I mean, do our career sites look a little different in a time of crisis, I think? Uh, do our, our job ads look a little different? Yeah, I think that's a really good point. Um, and something that I think, you know, we are in the process of, of modifying and thinking about, you know, what's the environment look like right now and where can we best serve our communities, not just with the people that are in the communities actually doing the work, but how can we 
how can we support the communities from a workforce point of view? I love that you're talking about um, changing job descriptions because sometimes I feel like, especially with the ongoing, the positions that we're always hiring for, we forget that it may have been a year, a year and a half since we've looked at that job description and what has changed, what's more important to the job seeker at that time. Um, so while we're always looking at how job seekers are converting once they get to our career site, are they, are they finding what they need? Does the job description um, fully explain what they're going to be doing? Um, but we don't, we're always looking at that number, but are we always looking for constant improvement, I think is a question that we have to ask ourselves. Yeah, I see this a lot, right? So I look at a lot of uh, job descriptions as part of my job, and I apply to jobs at a lot of our uh, customers' organizations on a regular basis to just keep a pulse on, you know, is the process working? Is it broken? Is it smooth? How fast is it? How does it compare? And I have all these fun charts about uh, the time it takes to apply and the ease of apply across uh, multiple Fortune 500 companies, which is really fun. But I think you nailed it. Um, we, as, as individuals, don't look at our own jobs uh, nearly enough. I know that I'm guilty of that with Allegis, and I go back and I see all this boilerplate stuff that has somehow gotten back into job descriptions that I fixed uh, a while back, and then I have to start all over and find my notes from a year ago and figure it all out. Um, but I think all that said, in a time like this, do we need to think about maybe not focusing so much on our rah-rah culture as potentially, you know, uh, care for the job seeker and care for the community? Yes, I 100% agree. Even, even going to the job that actually hits the career site, is it formatted in a way that when somebody comes to that page, they're gonna immediately understand what that it's a job description and what the job is actually about. We're constantly finding um, just little opportunities like that. And I think I always encourage anyone that I speak to, whether it is a recruiter or a senior leader to, um, to register for job alerts and the talent communities so they can see what kind of content is, is coming out. A lot of times what I, what I know about the company it's not necessarily because it's been, because I was listening to what has been cascaded, because I'm sure it's being cascaded, but it's what I see, what, are, what I see out there, whether it's on social media or through the newsletters that they send out through corporate or even, you know, um, something in the news. So we're always, my team and I are always looking at what's going on with the different campaigns that we are looking at. What's the market look like? What are others what are our talent competitors doing in the space? I think that also helps us just be less immune to what we are currently doing and more aware of what we could be doing. Right. I think, uh, I think that's a really good point. Uh, just self-awareness is, <laughs> and, and things are good or bad by comparison, right? So you have to look at your talent competitors and yours are numerous. And in this market right now, they're very specific right? I mean, you're looking at all the sort of uh, healthcare and distribution companies and call center companies that are, are fighting for the same types of folks, uh, warehouses, things like that. Uh, and, and that's on your volume side. 
And you told me earlier that the majority of your um, applicants come, you know, sort of as a source directly through your career site. Yes. Yes. And those are people who I would say are aware of jobs at the organization or just aware of the the company itself Mm -hmm. just from being out there in the community. So a lot of people do come right to the homepage of the career site or they're or they are um, they receive a link from someone that takes them directly to a job. So it's it's less about it's more about people being proactive and coming into the site or or they get referred from cvshealth.com, that link goes directly to the homepage. Right. Uh, and and then I guess if they have signed up for job alerts, uh, those alerts do go back to the job on the career site. Mm-hmm. And so in, in your system, are you making a distinction between um, job alerts and, and that uh, CRM as the source uh, versus uh, direct to the job link? We are. So we do everything that we possibly can to narrow down where people are coming from. Now, it's really hard. The information is there. It's really hard for us to, just because of the sheer volume, to really talk about influencers. So we know that there are things out there that influence the decision that are harder to track. But we we look at, ultimately, we look at where people are clicking and applying. So... um, if there is a an email, so our process is when someone starts the application process, they provide name, email, mobile number, and you know approval to be able to communicate through that through mobile. And then once they get, and that's all on our career marketing site and the the tool that we have, which is Smashfly. Mm-hmm. And then shout they out. shout out to Smashfly, <laughs> yes, which uh, we can talk about this past weekend and how they. Um, really just made my life so much easier this past weekend as we were standing up new sites for the the um the urgent hiring needs but when they get to they come through that process and then they get routed over to complete the application if they don't complete the application they have we have an automatic workflow that's set up 48 hours later that they are reminded you know i see that you have started the application process but haven't completed and that's all through our recruitment marketing site so they're we, we are able to track people who then respond and complete the application um, through that email. But we also are able to look at the talent community, the all talent community database emails or the job specific or job category specific talent communities. And we look at what kind of information that they are finally then they're, they're applying. Um, especially if they've come through, started the apply process, and then at some other point they've finally decided, yes, this is a good company for us, for me to apply, and then they complete the application. So, yes, to answer, long answer to your question, (laughs) or short answer to your question is, Uh yes, we we try and narrow it down as much as possible. Even even if we we have a relationship with um, a third party, like let's just say a college, we will create a tracking URL for that college so that ultimately that initiative is tracked back to at, whether it's a visit, an applicant, or hire. One of the things that we did back, way back in 2007, 2008 with Sodexo is when we had the ability to create those tracking URLs and it was with when we were with Jobs to Web, if you remember back then. Oh, yeah. Um, so I remember we, those days. Yep, we set up tracking URLs for each of the recruiters, and like 
our VP at the time, senior VP at the time, um, Ari Ball. So she, any kind of communication that she had out in, whether it's on LinkedIn or Facebook or whatever, she had a specific tracking URL for that profile or for that job. And then we could say, you know, because Ari Ball communicated and interacted with um, Craig Fisher, he applied for a job. And so even being able to track down to the human influence is right. really important. I would say at, at, at CVS, we're, we're, we're not quite there yet. We don't track it to that level because mm -hmm. it is such a high volume. But wouldn't that be great if we, you know, a smaller percentage was, was credited to the career marketing site and right. more was credited to the hard work of the recruiters? Well, so let's work on that. Yes, <laughs> I agree. I'll tell you a fun airy ball story real quick. So back in those days, I remember that we all had these giant spreadsheets of tracking wings. We haven't gotten much more sophisticated than that, no. to be honest. I mean, like, no. that's still a thing. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. back in the day when we were using bitlies, when right. before we had the custom bitlies and you somebody could go in and create a bitly and basically override <laughs> right if you had a, an account or just you know the various differences between one and the other yeah it was it, it that's i think probably why we haven't gotten there at cvs is because that that list and that spreadsheet would be just massive and that's hard right. to really follow yeah and hard to search there there are better ways now and and uh that that's that's a cool tools episode for another show, probably. Yeah, but, probably. Uh, Ari and I were in uh, London one time many years ago, and uh, we had an true invitation. True London. In, true London, uh -huh. and uh, and we had an invitation to go on a dinner cruise on the Thames, oh my and gosh. and she and I walked down there, and we walked to the wrong area of the dock, and we thought we were waiting on the boat to oh. show up, and while we're there talking, as we will. Uh, and we might have had a couple of uh, adult beverages. Um, <laughs> the the boat drive, drives right by us out on the water. <laughs> I remember this story. <laughs> I totally remember. And was Brett Minchington with you guys? No, he wasn't okay. with us at that point, but I think we found him later. But oh, that's so funny. We found another boat that was tethered uh, to the dock that was serving dinner and, and still had dinner on the Thames on a boat, which is not, it wasn't quite the same, but it was still pretty great. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it was funny. So um, we, you mentioned a moment ago uh, what I'm calling crisis jobs, right? These are jobs that um, companies like CVS's of the world and Amazon's of the world have sort of in excess right now uh, because of all the needs for distribution uh, and uh, customer service. Um, are those uh, things um, being, uh, are they changing the way we're approaching, um, you know, the uh, advertising and the marketing of these jobs to get the word out? For CVS, absolutely. So the message, there's a couple of messages that we need to make sure that we incorporate into um, our approach. And so I think the first one for us is that um, we're not just trying to get people into these positions just because, you know, we, we have the hiring need. It's really the first message is if you choose to come work for CVS, here are the things that we're going to do for you to make sure that you're healthy. 
And with any kind of crisis like this, there's, there is a bit of a ramp up um, just to be able to say, this is what's happening and how are we able to care for our first, our colleagues and then the people that are coming in. So um, we have a hiring need. We want people to know that when they come in to work for us, that, they, that we care about them and that they, their safety is our priority. Um, because if we don't, if they're not safe and healthy, then they can't then be healthy and safe for our patients and our, our clients and our customers. Right. And then what else are we going to do for them during this time? So one of the things that I have to just give a big shout out to the leaders at CVS. So not only were we able to stand up once directed from the federal government to stand up testing centers, we, t we were able to stand up our first in six days, which I think is just amazing. Just that is the, amazing. The, the details that go into that. Um, but then also standing up new, they're temporary, but new benefits for the people who work for us. So childcare, for example, I think that's probably the, the most impressive to me. It's not only um, childcare in facilities, but it's also child care, reimbursing child care for current um, child care needs, and then also finding the resources of getting child care. So if people have children in school, they're not used to necessarily having to find um, Monday through Friday child care. They don't have those resources. They don't have, right. or maybe they relied on their, their, grand, their parents or their grandparents, and that's not an option right now because that's putting their health at risk. Right. So looking at that from a, a full cycle, um, that's Interesting. from my perspective, was yeah. it was the first message that we wanted to get to people who are thinking about coming to work for us. And then also, and it's, a, it's an ongoing challenge, is getting that message out to the people who do work for us. Because as I said earlier, some of that information might not be, it might be cascaded down, but are we listening to what's being cascaded down? Or are, do, is there a resource for us to be able to reach out and say, hey, what about me as a current and long-term employee? What about me? And then just being able to communicate and, and make sure that they feel comfortable is probably equally as important as being able to reach the people who need jobs right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, ag agreed. So it starts with being responsible uh, with your current employees and then being responsible, you know, health-wise with uh, new hires. Also, the, everyone can remain healthy to service the community that uh, is in such dire need right now. Mm -hmm. We're even offering, so typically our part-time employees, people who work under 30 hours, aren't, they don't qualify for some of the benefits, but we are offering <laughs> sick time to people who are part-time so that they can remain employed even at a part-time basis and still be paid. That's great. That's, that's amazing. Um, we're seeing a lot of that uh, uh, across some of our customers and, and some of what we're, we're doing as well. And everyone's having to right, uh, shift the way we do things. And I feel like uh, the what I'm seeing as an amazing phenomenon is the um, the links the government is is willing to go right now with you know trying to keep the economy uh, stimulated and uh, and uh, the links that employers are going to right now in order to ensure the well-being of uh, of their employees in many cases and 
you know, not everyone's able to do that. Some companies are having to do uh, massive furloughs and layoffs. Um, but I think there's still a sense of responsibility to those folks. And uh, CVS is in a, a situation where you're actually um, taking on uh, some people being furloughed from the hospitality sector. Exactly, yes. And that's what I was um, mentioning earlier. So we, late last week, um, and this came from a conversation during a career crossroads session, um, mm-hmm. la- I think it was last Wednesday, in fact. Mm-hmm. So between Wednesday and Monday morning at 7 a.m., we had we launched a website specifically for the Hilton Hilton team members who were furloughed, who have been furloughed. Mm-hmm. Um, so we worked with the VP and the talent acquisition team over at Hilton over the weekend to stand up a specific page that had the tracking URLs and a special URL that they could provide their employees to refer them to the CVS site and everyone coming in and, and applying through those tracking URLs are getting flagged in the system so that we know we can take care of these people because we know these are people who need immediate positions. Mm-hmm. But also I think the best part of it is is the message isn't, okay, you're going to have a job over here at CVS, so forget about your Hilton ties and your loyalty to Hilton as, a, as an employee. The message is you're going to find a home over here at CVS, but when it's time for you to go back home, you will help you transition back to the Hilton, your Hilton family. But temporarily, you're going to help the CVS family and the CVS customers and patients and members by coming over and filling a need that we have in response to this crisis. You know, one thing that I also want to mention, just looking at that as a long-term relationship, so these people, some of them may end up staying. Um, Some of them will probably go back to, to Hilton. But even still, then the message to the people that we continue to hire, even after this immediate crisis um, is lightened or or lessened, the the message, I think, will be consistent even after this to people who come work for us. Because we still want them to know that, um, that we care about their health and we care about how they are able to then take their happiness and their their satisfaction at work and and then apply that to how we care for our members and our customers i love that that's that is uh it it sounds like something i've never seen before um it, it right it sounds like something that is sort of unprecedented in our time uh which is really cool and that kind of partnership i mean We've enjoyed a good economy for so long now that we don't really, most of the folks that work in our, our business don't even remember what it's like to uh, have to have those kinds of partnerships. So that's, uh, that's really amazing, and I'm, I'm glad that, uh, that, that that's happening. So uh, good on you. Very cool. Way to go, CVS Health. And uh, Hilton. And, and, and we and have Hilton. the same relationship with, with Marriott, and we're, we're connecting with other big companies. But I think... Really, I mean, amazing that Hilton is thinking about their employees Absolutely. and looking for. I mean, they know that they potentially will lose people long term, yeah. um, and once they get back to normal business, then they're going to be in a hiring boom themselves, probably. So it's it's um it's a very interesting 
and that's what I've always said about the recruiting and recruitment marketing and employment branding world that we live in is everyone is so willing to share the success stories. So this worked for me. Mm-hmm. And if you can apply it to what you do and just pivot the, the conversation, then it, it probably will work for you too. Right. Good. Well, so <laughs> Carrie, this has been uh, wonderful. Thank you so much for coming on with me and uh, sharing, you know, some of these great best practices and, and talking through it with me, because as I think about um, what other employers uh, should be doing right now, there's not a lot of information uh, really about uh, the approach to uh, job advertising, uh, recruitment marketing, and, and employer branding. So hopefully this will be helpful uh, to some other organizations out there in the world looking for uh, information of this kind. Excellent. Well, I feel like I have a whole new to-do list after our conversation. So <laughs> <laughs> yes. always looking to do things better. So I'm, I'm excited. Thank you again. Uh, it's great to work with you, and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Inside Talent. Learn more about the future of talent today at InsideTalent.org, where you can sign up for regular updates, and you can subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. 